Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros and a couple Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. And away we go on a Monday morning. All right. All right. How we feeling? Okay. Feeling great, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. You know? Although the weekends can feel long. Sometimes it can feel like you like threw off like six or seven dudes trying to jump you at a seven-on-seven camp. Jeez. <laughs> <By the> way, <laughs> that is a great point. But you know what? Cam Newton's hat, job well done. That thing Dude, didn't budge. He could walk through that like TSA pre, and they'd be like, nope, stays on. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's that like, thing stays on. Like, like, it, it doesn't matter if there ends up being a, uh, you know, the, the emergency exit door opening. That's going to stay on. Oh, he's good. Going down. Yeah, he is yeah. good. But, I mean, you know, LeVar, you've got to feel – at least some, I don't know if responsible is the right word or, or proud. Vindicated. Maybe. Vindicated, yeah. I think, is the right Thank word. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Q. Yeah. That, but, uh, I mean, f- for one, now, it, you're vindicated is backhanded. You, you Jonas, <laughs> what do you, mean? you, Jonas, <laughs> let me tell you something. You, <laughs> you are, you, you're, you know what, now, I'll get dumped saying what you are. Um, <laughs> I did not fight in the seven on seven tournament. Where there was a, there was a fight in the tournament that I was in with my players <laughs> and the and the parents of the other team. Well, so as an adult, I what have was the to guy step- with the tank? <laughs> was he a coach or a parent? That's kind. Of, that's cold blooded. Yeah. Man. Did did we figure that? Was it a uh, that or a colostomy bag? Because I know kinda, we were trying well, to I figure mean, out. Why, 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 I mean, why stop there? You know. I mean, I'm just trying <laughs> to. Well, let's put him on a, in a walker or a wheelchair. Like, well, why not? Well, because he let's... he he wasn't. We saw him in the video. He had like a tank or something with him. No, he, he did. did. <laughs> he did, <not. laughs> he did. And whatever it is, he what was had, that like a robot he, dog he walked he around came, with. He came running up on me. Like, which he is did stupid. move fast. That's <laughs> the fastest dude with an oxygen tank ever. <laughs> so the circumstances were different. I don't, I've gotten, you know, I, I got a couple different messages from people who were there. Um, what actually, they say happened. Um, there's conflicting reports, but the one that seemed to be most consistent was there was two, two asp, two, two parts. One was, that the guys apparently used to coach for Cam and 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 they beat Cam in the game 
or that they had just played or whatever it was. And and Cam was basically they were talking trash, going back and forth. And Cam was basically like, "Look, I made y'all. Like, I made y'all who y'all are. Y'all have the team you have because y'all y'all worked for me." And they rushed him. That was one report. And another report was Cam was trying to break up a fight that was taking place, and they ended up rushing him. So I don't, well, you know, I that, mean, I, that those were the two two reports that I got from um, people that were there. Now, granted, chances are the people that are there don't even know really what happened, you know. So, like I said, I'll say that that's what I got um, in, in my messages from, from a couple kids that their parents that the kid, the kid was participating or, you know, other, you know, re, you know, kind of respected people that you know that, that were there. So, anyway, bottom line is, is that, they they tried to jump him. I mean, there there's. I mean, it, it it doesn't take a genius to look at how that was playing out from where, you know, the 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 guy runs up the steps, you know, steals on him. The other guy's in his face. He's holding him. I mean, I just you, you know, it, it's unfortunate, is what it is. Re- regardless of of how it happened, why it happened, it's just unfortunate that things like that happen in sports because i'm tell you right now i don't know where they were i didn't even think to ask of where what part of the country they were in or what, where it was taking place but and, and most you know well, and, and lee might have been there by the way lee were, were oh, you present yeah. for this where it was yeah, it's possible it's possible <laughs> lee was busy he was probably busy in the same type of place in a different part of the country but in those parts of the country when things like that happen and you're actually trying to jump a guy and it's not working oh, no. people people resort to a different type of balance we could very easily be talking about one of the biggest headlines in sports history where Cam Newton was slain at a seven on seven tournament. Mm. And, and yeah, that didn't happen. So let's talk about his hat. Yeah. I was going to say, let's, yeah, uh, let's but, probably not go that direction. Well, it's right? pretty, I mean, but it's pretty, but, but that's, that's the reality of what happens. And, and I know you guys might feel uncomfortable with it, but culturally speaking, that's what happens. That's what well, happens. Sure, sure. And, and, and I get that. But, again, that's not reality. And, and if we want to talk about that, I, I think we can – I don't know. We, well, we can do it another I'm just, spot. I, I'm just giving my point. I'm just giving my I, point. The point I'm giving is is that it's unfortunate when adults connect up and and do childish things because when they do these childish things and you're not, you're not getting the results that you're seeking, things like that type of violence – takes place that ensues in these moments so for what is worth and and making my point y'all can make y'all's point that's that's why it's radio we all have our different opinions we're just trying to have but, fun we're not trying yeah, to give yeah, too well, much of it i'm just saying i i know y'all, y'all can make it fun but i'm just saying for me i know i know the first thing i thought when when it happened when i was there that's the first thing i start thinking is is i hope nobody does anything like that and it's a reality. It's a reality that that exists. It's it's a reality that happens. And and I just I don't, I don't think it's I don't think it makes any sense when adults take take a what's supposed to be a extracurricular activity for guys to to get exposure 
to to have fun and us to make fun and have fun with it when these things happen at these types of events. I, I, I mean, I just think what? it's very irresponsible. I'm uh, like I was a, a bit ashamed because I spent at least three to four minutes Google searching what a TSP crew is. <laughs> What yeah. the hell is TSP crew? That's just their crew. That's their nickname. Wait, how do you Google search it and uh, not come up with that answer? I, I, I really don't know what it is. <laughs> like, I, I okay. looked around. Well, this and is that part of the story? Is like yeah, you Google searched it. I, I you did, and I couldn't, I couldn't find anything. Like, it's I just one of the team names. I don't know what, what it, team names. I don't know what yeah, it stands for. Like, I don't it, know what, it's not that complicated. It's okay. one of the team yeah. names, 7-on-7. Seven seven. So I, I was unaware that 7-on-7 seven seven tournaments had, like, crews. Like had oh like God. you know See, like I said culturally speaking there's like, at least seven you know, kids God which me. means you'd think there's at least maybe seven parents maybe not maybe there's some twins on it or something but you're gonna have some reserves maybe too some twins. so like you're gonna have at least I don't know fourteen I mean, like you got all the kids you got the wow. parents like I'm all, there's yeah there's gonna be a team all right. well, there's gonna be a crew apparently. like what I mean what are we missing here's here's the thing that I think because the story is more cam. Like, Cam puts himself out there to do these 7-on-7 tournaments and camps and things. And from my perspective, like, he's been continually disrespected. Mm. Like, that's what I can't understand is a dude who's been the MVP, who's had had a long, successful career. He's doing a good job transitioning into media and all that. He's trying to help out the community, help out young people. And I don't even care, like, the dudes who he got a tussle with and all that like they looked young I, I don't know if you know you, you said he coached them and then they became they coached for him or something whatever it is they looked young they didn't look old you know you kind of forget like cams is what mid-30s is it? so maybe late it, it, now, if you're right? looking at it like th- those guys to me are still young men that he's trying to mentor and yet they're coming at him like that I don't care if there was trash talk or not or however, whatever happened, transfer, it doesn't matter. Like, we've seen videos of kids at a camp talking trash to Cam Newton. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that, like, there can't be some friendly banter or something, but this is a guy who takes time out of his life, who's made millions of dollars, doesn't need to be doing this, to try to help out young people, teach them the game of football, teach them the lessons of life, lessons he's learned, and this is how they treat him? That's that's more what I would take away from all of this is if I'm Cam, why even continue to do this? Mm. Like like what is he getting? All he gets back in return is drama and then potentially like negative backlash because oh here we go again or there's there's some sort of video that comes out where like when I first saw the video I was like oh the first one looks like he's getting jumped the second one I saw I was like I don't know if it looks like he's getting jumped it looks like there's some sort of altercation. And the the way the the three dudes kind of walked up on it, it's hard to tell. But either way, like you risk putting yourself in that situation to put it out there, and it's just not worth it for him. He's too valuable. He's made too much money. (laughs) I know. I know it made me look bad as if I was fighting, and I had nothing to do with any type of fighting. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, You're always going. See, look at y'all. Look at y'all. Video evidence would say otherwise. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is to to your point, LeVar, because you are now lumped in with Cam Newton here as (laughs) as being one of those, you know, perpetrators (laughs) on the uh, the 7-on-7 routes. But but in all seriousness, like, and I'd say the same thing to you, like, like what's the like, like what's what's the upside? Because because you're trying to help out young people yet like they don't that's how they treat you that's how they treat Cam like yeah, I, I look at it and say it's not worth my time then 
I got kids. I got other people that I, I need to worry about and care more about. Like, if you want to have a serious conversation about it, that'd be a serious conversation. I'd like to get back to the fact of that hat somehow. Yeah. Through all on. of that stayed on. Yeah. Through all of that. So now I've got more questions. Like, is that, is, is that obviously attached to his hair in some sort of like, I mean, it can't be glue. It's got to be some sort of like attachment that's on there, right? It has to be like the Slenderman, doesn't he? Like, it's more than a clip, like you see, like in other cultures that they wear on top, of like a, you know, something. <laughs> else. If people, if people know about the Slenderman, I mean, he's got to be the Slenderman. Like that dude looked like that video looked like they were fighting uh, a, a made-up character. He was tall. He was strong, and they couldn't do nothing with him. It just it just looked like – and the hat totally made him at least, what, seven more inches taller? Oh, yeah. Nine he, more inches? He huge. I, I told he, you, like, I remember, like, when you big. play against Cam Newton and you see him out there on the field, you're like, my goodness. Like, who's going <laughs> to stop that man? Because, like, like, I look at our defense and I'm like, I feel bad for you guys. Like, mm. if, if he gets in the open field, like – He's going to make you look silly. And, like, the DBs, they're out there covering forever. And he heave a 60-yard bomb. Like, I always thought playing against him. You know, it reminded me of when he won the national championship at Auburn. Just throwing all those dudes off. I was like, yeah, he did that at Auburn. Y'all didn't see that back when he was in college and won a national championship by himself? Like, he was it, doing the same thing. By the way, his team won the tournament, right, Lee? Yes, they did, they uh, did win. Yeah, see, look at that. Through through all of that, still figured out a way to see, win. See, the there tournament. we go. LeVar, did your team win the Hell tournament? yeah. Yes, we did win. There you go. See? That's what happens to winners. Yep. Yeah. I mean, all of a sudden, they start targeting y'all. You know, it's very true. The guy that Lavar roughed up looked like ET in the creek. I mean, these guys at least it was like seven on one. So you know, ET in the creek. Yeah, huh? you know the part where he's dying in the creek. But uh, I thought oh, the yeah. video I remember seeing. Yeah. I have to look up it again. It looked like Lavar like dodged one, like they were attacking at him. Jeez, you know, like that's you, what you know, I'm saying. Like they, yeah, like they you dodged one, and there might have been a few, a few haymakers. <laughs> I was a part of no exchanges of, of hey, punches. Better Let me tell out. you something. If I would, it'd be very. It, it, here's what you got to know: there would not be any type of interpretation needed if I were fighting. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I were fighting, you yeah. we wouldn't have to be, and we wouldn't be joking about be it because it, it would have been blood too. Yeah, that's your prediction. It would have been bodies on the floor. There'd be bodies on the floor. There'd be bodies, and I'd be hearing that in my head. And then next thing you know, once the song is over, I see a whole bunch of dudes landing and on the ground and stuff oh, yeah. like that. So put, put that. I your, didn't get that. I didn't get to that point. Put that in your TSP crew and smoke it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we ain't got to make it about me though. I mean, them boys need to go back to the gym. They couldn't get. Cam to move, couldn't get his hat off, couldn't get him on the ground. Yeah, that's what would have been going through my head. Y'all wouldn't have had to have no questions. It would have been no I, I, questions uh, asked if I lost I, it on Let me people. just give those boys a recommendation. I, I feel like I try to give Cam you know, some things to think about, whether or not he, he wants to keep putting himself out there doing this. But for the, TSC, the TSP crew, TSC. He's going to say TSA. TSA crew. TSA They'll get you now. And that crew is the crew that'll get you. The TSA pre-crew, who this one could stop anyone. Um, y'all need to start doing some, like, stability work, all right? Like, that would be the first thing I'd start all doing. I'd start ground. working on your core. Jeez. And then after that, I would really start thinking about some, like, a muscle endurance phase. I'm talking high reps, a lot of sets, high reps. Let's, mm. let's, let's start building up some of the muscle mass, right, some volume. <laughs> and eventually, I'd start you needed, needed you to wean down 
to like a, a four, three, two, one, one rep max, somewhere, somewhere in that ballpark, whatever you feel comfortable with. But I need like low reps, mm. heavy weight. The mm. bar's not bending. You're just pretending mm. because otherwise you got no shot the next time you try to jump cam. Yeah. All right. Mm. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Familiarity. What, and maybe and maybe out. learn some judo. I feel like judo is mm. when they throw, right? Oh, yeah. They yeah. grab by the gi and yeah. they, yeah. they throw well, in judo. That's what Cam was doing. Cam was That's judo. what I'm saying. Like, he clearly yeah. knew judo. Like, yep. he was launching dudes. He was leveraging, too, wasn't he? Yeah. He was using the other dude to throw the other dude, the other dude. It almost was like a movie. You know what, like, the, you yes. see in a movie, the like guy uses Lee the movie. one guy to, yeah. like, he, like, takes, like, the bullets or he takes the punches? Yeah. It was, like, the exact same thing. He threw the dude down. Cam could be a superhero, dude. Yeah. He tossed the other guy. Cam could be a superhero. Back up off the ground. Like when he did the Superman thing, I was like, he looks like Superman. Like his celebration now, that that looks like Superman right there. Mm. Yeah. Think twice where you step to guys like Cam Newton and Lamar Arrington at a seven. That's right. Control. Don't, That's don't right. Be Especially you got that oxygen tank you drag along with yeah. you, right? Yeah. Don't be you take that oxygen tank, you leave in the car. Yeah. I All didn't right? tell that man to come out on the field with an oxygen tank. That's on. his. That's his problem. That's, that's right. His, he that's, that, that was his decision. Hey, he, like couldn't, he couldn't handle that yeah. oxygen less environment. No. There you go. He had enough oxygen to talk trash. It looked like he might have been diabetic too. Honestly, like he's like glucose or something. So all I had to do was just scratch him. I don't know about that. I mean, he came out there hot. All I had to do was scratch him. I mean, he didn't have I, that blood you know, thinner you, in him. He, 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 he could have hit you with that cart. He could have hit you the cart that had the oxygen tank. He could have hit you with that yep. thing. It's dangerous out there, man. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O-Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code 2PROS. New customers play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code 2PROS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. Terms at slash promos. Why are people so fired up about storming the court? Mm. Is it literally because we've we've seen in the case of really just Flipkowski for Duke getting hurt? Like the Caitlin Clark one was like, okay, she might have initiated contact. Yeah, that was and, a bit of a flop. Yeah, upon looking at it, maybe we shouldn't have used that as an example. But now we're going to make an example out of it because of what happens with Kyle Flipkowski, which if you watch that, it looks like he kind of initiated some of the contact with the individual too, based on the footage of it. He did get hurt in the end. And I'm not trying to make the case by saying this, that he was in the wrong in any way. 
But Storm the Court's gone on for a long time. And we've been able to avoid a lot of this. Why is it becoming an issue now? It's people want to complain. That's really all it is. Like this, and it's not like there's been an altercation over and over and over again. There's been a couple of examples, but now people are are pissy about it. And because somebody got hurt, and it is different than the Caitlin Clark because it was a flop. It did appear that the Wake Forest fan was taunting him, and then ran so into. What? Well, I mean, but this is this is where this discussion comes from, and then you've got people saying. Well, where was the security? Like, why were they already getting ready to run onto the court? You know, there should be some sort of a, a lapse between the games over and then you allow people to run on. But it's, it's college kids who are drunk on campus who ran onto the court. Like, it's happened before. It's not like, look, LeGarrette Blunt was onto something. All right. Like, if you don't want it to happen, he took care of it. Right, somebody ran. Somebody, Dang. Well, that wasn't rushing the court. Well, there was a player. There was a lot of chaos. That was a player. There was, yeah. And and somebody ran his mouth, and he and he took care of it. Gosh, it looked like Lavar at that seven on seven tournament. That's like, that was, looked nothing like me at that seven on seven tournament. Jeez, reminded me of that. Man, the overhand right was that strong. Was, that was carnage right there. Strong. And let me tell you something. I don't know if y'all have ever met Lou Garrett, but I did, and I tried on his. Uh, <laughs> I think it was his ring finger for his, his one of his Super Bowl rings, and it did not fit on any of my fingers, man. <laughs> I literally borderline could fit two fingers into one of his rings. So that hit that hand that hit that man's head was a big ass hand. <laughs> that was a big ass hand that hit that man. That was a brick that hit him. Just so y'all clear on that. It wasn't a little hand. It wasn't a little finger like from Game of Thrones. It was a big finger. Just saying. You want to hear John Shire, the coach for Duke? Yeah, I think it'd be you want, you want nice to hear, to hear him, like uh, where, where this is all going. Yeah, yeah so, it all uh, going? so here was the Duke head coach afterwards after the incident involving his best player. Disappointed we lost. But look, for me, it's I'm more concerned about the well-being of our guys. You know, Flip sprains his ankle. When are we going to ban court storming? Like, when are we going to ban that? Like, how many times does a player have to get into something where they get punched or they get pushed or they get taunted right in their face? And it, it's a dangerous thing. But you look around the country and Caitlin Clark, something happens. And now Flip, I don't know what his status is going to be. He sprains his ankle. It's one thing, like, when I played, at least it was 10 seconds in the court you know you would storm the court now it's the buzzer doesn't even go off and they're they're running on the floor and this has happened to us a bunch this year i don't want this to take away at all from wake they earned it they deserve the win they're they're really good so there was uh, sounds like a sissy to me what (laughs) he does bring up a good point that like the blame should be in my opinion more on the arenas the security in their, their arenas or lack thereof and then the timing and element of how they do all this. Like, like I, I'm not advocating that, you know, they uh, subject these players and coaches to being, you know, thrown into a, a huge mosh pit, essentially, when they're storming the court. But it does feel like, it, for whatever reason this year, like, things are happening faster and the, the schools, the campuses, the arenas, they're not even trying to stop it. I mean, I, I've been in different places where they'll have, like, security out there with a rope and they'll hold the rope up until the other team's off the field. They, you know, can securely get to the People locker go room. through them ropes, though. 
No, but they, a lot of times, they like places I've been, they've had enough up there where it, like, you know, like the kids abide by it and there's police officers and stuff too. And so it makes sense. You know, in this case, there really wasn't much of any of that. So I, I understand the, the point from player safety, but we're also using outliers. Like this doesn't happen all the time. And, and if you're worried about the, the well-being of your student athletes and some guy not taking a, you know, a cheap shot at, at Kyle Flipkowski, that could happen on tobacco, anywhere on Tobacco Road, like in, in, in any of those spots. It's not like Wake and Duke and North Carolina and NC State are all that far from one another. Like if some dude wants to come down, find the kid on campus, take a cheap shot, he could do that. You know, I would I would love to see, hear how many coaches have said this in reference to them being at home. I, that would be my first observation. Like, are you complaining about the court getting rushed at home when you well, win a big game at home? Yeah, I mean, Wake Forest did did have an issue with it as well too. At home, yeah. Like they, they thought there the was... coach had an issue with. They thought it was an egregious store core. Well, well, because we didn't hear any, we didn't sound from them. Do we have any sound from Wake Forest? I, I, I don't believe we have Wake Forest oh, okay. side, but they right. did talk about it afterwards. That they were they like, were, that was just too much. There was they, too they many were, people. I can't believe our fans. Was all these paid, I can't believe they'd be excited about our win over Duke. By the way, do they serve? I know that a lot of uh, football games are serving booze now. Are they serving booze at, at basketball games in college? Are they serving booze? Are they, hey, Lee, you think they're serving booze at basketball games in college? Yeah, can you look up whether or not Wake Forest? Forest has, I hope uh, so. has any booze. I hope so. Is it just beer yeah. and wine, like some cheap no, no, thing it, or what? It's booze. Yeah, it's okay. definitely booze. All right, just want to get to hey, the bottom Also, of that. when he references getting punched in the head and stuff like that, is that really happening? Are fans running out there and accosting, you know, the the players on the on the court? Are they beating them up? Are they are they like rushing the court and jumping? the opposing team like y'all got this ass whipping by our basketball team now we're going to whoop your ass as fans like is that what's is that what's really happening yeah was there a, the, was the tsp crew in wake forest this weekend as well too what up tsp i mean <laughs> hey we gotta um, be careful about what we be saying on air because i found out this this weekend something i said about uh, a certain player in particular that's going in the draft this year and the parents are very upset with me like what do you mean? Super upset with me. Who? For saying it. Um, you know, I'll just say. Just Let me say this. I'm not sure if you guys knew this, too, by the way. And this came up actually last week. We never had a chance to speak about it. Do you know there's a fine, obviously, for the for the, the court storming in, in a lot of these different conferences? Because, like, when, when LSU upset Kentucky at home and they stormed the court, they got fined $100,000. Wow. Okay? That's the first offense. The second offense is two hundred fifty thousand wow. dollars. Wow! A third offense is five hundred thousand dollars. Now, here's what gets really interesting about this. So, the conference in this case would be the SEC. You know, right now we're talking about obviously an ACC matchup in Duke and Wake Forest, but the conference, the SEC, when they're playing another conference opponent, that one hundred thousand dollars goes to Kentucky. Oh wow! So, think about the next offense. Someone could cash in on two hundred fifty thousand dollars if it's a school. conference opponent yeah it goes to that other school their rival their com, you know competing school if it's within their same conference mm. well think if about it's not that same conference. that's not bad <laughs> exactly so now if you're wake forest do you i, I don't know the ACs, acc's approach to this i assume most conferences now have in place some sort of of fine for this and they're obviously are going to try to find a way of 
um, you know, limiting and, and forcing schools to have better security and, and all that to, to hold back their students to at least protect the players. Uh, and some schools we've seen in the past, oh, we'll, we'll, glad, we'll gladly pay that fine. In this case, though, like LSU giving 100000 to KU or Wake giving 100000 to Duke, it's like I don't think you need to help Duke or UK out anymore, right? <laughs> like they already, they already are, they're already in a pretty good spot from a basketball perspective. Like I don't know if you have to give them any more you know, monetary advantages in the world of NIL at this point. Um, do you guys have a problem if fan runs onto the court, say this happens again, and the player just lights Cold him up? Thing. I mean, just lights him up. Like, would no. you have an issue? Because I, I, th- I think that's kind of how it works. Like, you enter into that arena, you put yourself in risk of that. So, mm-hmm. I, I, but I think the counter argument to it is when those fans enter into it, like the players then subjected to it. But it's it's a little apples to oranges comparison because you've got I don't know hundreds of students who are running down onto the court from all different angles and directions. It's not like it's necessarily a fair fight. But and I'm not advocating for fighting. I'm just saying. If a fan runs out of the court and a player takes care of him and gets him off, especially if it's during the game or, or he comes up to the athlete and the athlete cold clocks him or whatever because he says something or does something, like that's what they deserve. Because it, like, it's the same thing as a streaker. When a streaker runs onto the field and gets lit up by security, everyone celebrates it. To me, right. it's, it's the same thing. I mean, they're, they're yeah. putting – like just do what WWE does. If somebody runs into the ring from the crowd, they get their ass beat. Like you can find videos. Is that and, what they do? Oh, yeah. There's a video of – Triple H, where some fan runs in in the middle of a match. Oh yeah, he he spikes this dude on his head with a suplex and just starts pounding him out. And then the official, the referee, starts kicking this dude in the head while he's on the ground in the <laughs> ring, and they're they're detaining him before security comes in. It was like he jumped into the ring and he just got he got smoked. So Lee, we have an update on the beer that they sell at those. Uh, uh, I think it was pronounced booze. Yeah, what do they got there? Uh, I don't find booze, but I did find some uh, some. Of the beer they sell at the at the Coliseum, they got uh, some Seven Saturdays IPA six, six two. Whew. Also, what are some, we talking about some why, wicked. Why the Coliseum? They, well, it's called the Lawrence Joel Veterans Memorial Coliseum, is what it's called. It. It's a basketball stadium, but they call themselves a Coliseum. I thought you were talking about like Southern Cal. I know, right? That's actually that actually came up, but no, it's what they call themselves. And they also oh. got some uh, some other IPAs, some Wait, seven three Wicked Weed Brewing. Oh, Jonas, you be all over that. A yeah. seven three, man. Seven you, three. Let me tell you, something. You, you have a couple of those throw burners, and you're throwing down with John Shire next time. You're going straight for the coach, probably. Listen, yeah. I get it. Now it makes sense, all right? Yeah. Innocent just on all imagine, charges. Just yeah. a match. Seven point three. Oof. Man. <laughs> Damn. Keep your pants on. You know? I, I, probably not. Oh, well, yeah. With a seven three, got to be careful. Funny. IPAs are so douchey. <laughs> See, you just had a bad experience with an IPA. That's all. No, I've drank many IPAs. It's just I, I'm not an IPA guy. Sorry, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to put out the hipster vibes and grow out a beer and then talk about this IPA and the story behind the bottling label. That of it, definitely like, sounds exactly from. like Jonas. I'll yeah. tell you that. Jeez. And then and go outside and like hit like a vape pen, then come back inside and finish my. I'm just not going to do it. Now right? with an IPA, do do they like shake the glass to see if it's got legs like uh, people do with wine, which is one of the most obnoxious. Why are you asking you me? I don't drink it. 
but you you know that how beer works and wine works, all right? You know that you like you're you're in on this. The stuff. best too is you. if you if you go, you know, it, it's actually good to go out with a, like a buddy who drinks IPAs because they typically like sip on it. Like they won't drink more than one or two, so they're a cheap like buddy to go out and buy a couple beers for. Meanwhile, like you get your friend who drinks, I don't know, twelve domestics, right? Like Coors Light, you can just throw them back. Completely different story. You know, some of these IPA folks will sit there and be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." 7.3. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't want to get too wild here Listen, and have more than one. There's, there's oh, no difference God. between that and shaking a wine glass to see whether or not it's got like legs or whatever they call it on the glass. There's no difference. I, I, did you just transition back to talking snob, about your question? Snob is snob, right? So if, if you're an IPA snob, if you're a wine snob, you're the same person. Not even person. the same person. Not even the same person. Um, hmm. Shane Gillis, Bud Light guy. Yeah, that, that that's a guy who would just rip Bud Lights. He, he's not into well, sipping. Yeah, into yeah. so so if, if I was gonna if I was gonna well, he just hosted Saturday Night Live this past weekend. Did a mm. tremendous job, by the way. Great job, Great. Shane. By the way, um, the, the look on the band's face behind him when he was dropping some of those jokes about his family. I don't want. First of all, I don't want to even repeat the material because I can't. Yeah, do you, it it's not made for. As he said, it's not made for. TV, so. <laughs> they were like, whoa. Okay, that, that uh, jumped in hard there. Uh, took a oh, turn. Yeah, it's so well done. Yeah. God, I love that guy. Yeah, the funny thing is, we we actually had talked when I got to hang out with him about how once you get done playing sports, like there is all this mentality of like everyone wanting to get like you all like and and Lavar, you've actually coached high school, so you can speak to this, but like you get done, and, and I experienced this Saturday, by the way, you get done and you see like young young people. And you're like, oh man, what's the frame on them? What do you think they weigh? How old are they? I bet, I bet someone could really turn them into something. Like, like you, I, mean, I was literally just doing that at a high school showcase, mm-hmm. who were juniors and seniors with a bunch of other like D3 NAI, um, you know, JUCOs that were looking at a lot of kids in South Florida. It's like, it was a great event. But these coaches are coming up to me, and we're like, we're all looking at these young guys. And we're like, man, one seven one, you know, he's got a lot of explosion. He looks kind of raw, but you know, it, like it's just weird. Like you evolve into after you've like experienced that and uh, basically become like a high school coach. You know, you're like, always recruiting <laughs> in your mind. You're always recruiting. It's not even recruiting, like just even evaluating. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I'm at... saying. But you're, that's why, because it's so hard to find kids. So you're always rec- in your mind. It's evaluating, recruiting. I, it's all like so. Like I did that the other day. I don't even coach anymore. I did it the other day. I was driving, dropping my kid off, and I was like, "Look how big that kid is." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I mean, he's he looks soft, but I mean, man, if if we could get him to, you know." Hit some weights, or, I, I, bro. It's crazy you know? though, because then you start being like, "All right, where are the parents at? Let me see the parents." Like, I mean, it's it, it's so weird, but it just you evolve into that. And for yeah. listeners I, that didn't watch Saturday Night Live, that's that was like part a tiny, tiny, tiny part of one of the jokes he was kind of telling uh, about. I, I sent Brady a video of my son throwing the football around. And what did I say? And Brady responds. Hey, so listen, you got to get him in baseball. You got to get him in this. Uh, you got to start working on that. It's like, like, dude, he's not I, even, I told him I said two years old. I, like, I go, you need to start teaching him how to skip rocks because what I want, what I want his son to come away with is the ability to throw anything. Mm. Like I think when you look at a lot of the top quarterbacks, like Patrick Mahomes, if you put anything in his hand, he can throw it. Okay, he played baseball. Grew up, obviously, his dad played. You know, that, that was probably going to be the sport, if not football. But clearly, football and everything else. You could give him anything. 
he could figure out how to throw it. And that's largely because a lot of like young kids who grow up in those environments, they just figure out a way to like make it work and like make it happen and play the game. Russell Wilson, very similar in the sense of like growing up playing baseball and then transitioning football and like similar as far as how you go about playing like that. So I don't anyway, we're getting off on a huge tangent, but wow. it was a good stand up. It, it was, was uh <laughs> Shots out to Shang. Yeah. It, it, it was uh, somehow we got away from court storming, which I'm not sure. This turned out to be more interesting to me than, than the court well, storm. I thought the fine system was rather interesting. I did. Now, that's pretty interesting. I don't think the ACC has that in place, from what I read, that they don't have something like that, which they're probably missing out because a hundred grand, hey. Well, yeah, away. it's like, I, I, like, like you said, Wake Forest was upset about it. I, I'm like, I'm sure they'll be even more upset about it when they have to give 100000 to Duke. <laughs> Again, when you're recruiting against these guys, it's like, oh, great, $100,000, a little bit more for the private planes they'll be taking across the country to go recruit their players the next time they can come down and try to beat us. Well, you know? Listen, March Madness right around the corner. I'm telling you right now, I already got the fever. I got the fever. Watching some college hoops. We were emailing about it last Ugh. night. Seeing Rick Patino in that white suit. Oh, man. Like, it just, uh, just really revved my engine this oh, weekend watching college basketball. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O O O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that. But there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. 
I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I will say this because we were filling in on Thursday, Friday in other spots. We were filling in on the Dan Patrick Show on Thursday, and then on Friday we filled in on The Herd for Colin Cowherd. Uh, you have a, a newer appreciation for traffic when you see Oof. the crap that people drive through every single day just Oof. to commute and get back and forth to work. My yeah. God, man. Because there's nobody on the road when we're driving in. But just a couple hours later, it is a disaster. So anybody that uh, you know partakes in the 405, good luck with that, man. Uh, I salute this is you. This my nightmare. That is, a, uh, that is a miserable existence uh, to have to be a part of. So, But if you're going to do it, you should probably be on some tire rack tires. I'll say mm-hmm. that, though. Um, speaking of Southern California and L.A., Eric Bieniemy's back. He is He's back. back. He is back in L.A. He's back at UCLA. He spent some time there years and years ago, but he is finalizing a deal to join UCLA staff as offensive coordinator slash associate head coach uh, for Deshaun Foster, who's now the head coach there, taking over for Chip Kelly, who left to go be the offensive coordinator in Columbus with Ohio State. And like, there's a lot of uh, discussion about, you know, uh, Eric Bieniemy and and whether or not you know he was going to get a head coaching job in the NFL at some point, or you know he spent time as Washington's offensive coordinator last year. But apparently, this is the move for him. And I did find somebody who's a big fan of Eric Bieniemy, and it appears to be Eric Bieniemy himself. Uh, he had an email that was sent to ESPN talking about his decision and talking about why he did not get hired as a head coach in the NFL. He said, quote, I have had countless conversations and interviews with many teams, and I have been applauded and lauded. I can't say why certain decisions were or were not made, but it had nothing to do with a lack of anything on my end. So that is, uh, hey. that is from Eric Bieniemy, <laughs> All right. Uh, who's a huge fan of Eric Bieniemy, uh based mm. on some of the other, uh, the other conversations here. He Tim. also wrote, uh, he has no regrets with the commander's time and said that, uh, Despite what everybody heard, he was not fired. He actually chose just not to stay. So there's that. That's interesting. I mean, it's a new staff and everything. So uh, anyway, um, isn't he like, wouldn't you say his resume is actually a better resume than Deshaun Foster's? Yes. Like, that's the odd thing about this is to go from interviewing for NFL and coaching jobs, then to take and I understand like he wants to call plays. It's a place he's familiar with, but there's also an element of like, yeah, he's, he's going to help Deshaun out a ton considering his experience and track record and having coached for a long time. And he's been through, you know, at least, you know, a, a lot of different scenarios, you know, given his track record being with the Chiefs and last year with Washington. Um, his track record, though, calling plays in college is, is not one. I mean, I think his most recent stop is at Colorado. If I believe back in tw- is it 2012, 2011. So hopefully that's not any indication of, of what their offense might look like um, moving forward. I mean, this is a tough spot for UCLA to be in. You know, you, you lose your head coach at the time of year they did. You get Deshaun Foster. That's, that's good. But you're heading into a new league 
with a, a first-time, first-year head coach, um, which can be a difficult transition, especially when it happens in February, right? So um, uphill battle in, in some ways, but uh, it, I'll be curious to see how the, what the offense looks like and how the offense uh, performs versus a lot of these Big Ten opponents. I think there has to be something that isn't all the way there with Eric Bieniemy. It just it's a, it's like in business, the market speaks. You can have a product and you can say this is the greatest product ever in the history of products. It's amazing. It works. It's it's proven and you should have it because it's the best. And if nobody buys it, Maybe it is the best product out there, but the market says otherwise. I just get the feeling that that's Eric Bieniemy. Maybe he is a really, really fine football coach. Maybe he is. A, he would be a fine head coach at this point in his career. Maybe he is a fine assistant head coach, uh, offensive coordinator. But I just feel like the market is has spoken on him. There is a reason and it's more than it's more than just I don't know his ability to interview or whatever it may be there's a reason why he's continuously passed over and it's not I I I do not believe because it's just it's just me I do not believe it is racial I do not so I, I I'll check that box oh. off. That doesn't mean that that's true because I, I'm a black man saying it, oh. and that doesn't mean that I'm I'm a sellout either. I'm just giving my true opinion. Um, I just don't think I think there's something more Look there. Up Johnson, <laughs> <laughs> you talk about black folks, don't you? Um, I I, I do. Um, I I think there's something more there. I think there's something more there, and the market says that this isn't a head coach, and this is not a guy that you know we're going to hire as a head guy. I, I don't. I think that that's the verdict. I mean, wouldn't you say that that's like a sensible a sensible conclusion? Yeah. Well, there was the stories out that you know he didn't quote unquote interview well. That that was uh, part of the problem with Eric Bieniemy. Like if you like, I'm just saying, reading the email, and I've never met the guy, so I, I don't know him. But reading the email, he comes off as uh, not very likable. Like very, very into himself. Very, I want to show Uh-oh. you everything uh that that i've done and despite what you've heard i chose uh not to return to what like there's just like some of it just doesn't add up and doesn't make sense and like why wouldn't he why wouldn't there be an opportunity to go back to kansas city and be on andy Reid's staff like you know unless this is just because he wants to call plays and he wants to take this approach it just it, it feels like the more you hear about him the less people uh have kind things to say about him just my guess, my two cents on it. But what the hell I mean, I some people aren't going to win the personality pageant. You know, they're just not going to get first place. And coaching, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not a phenomenal coach and can't get phenomenal results. So I'm not even going to rest it on the fact that, all right, maybe he doesn't come across as the most likable dude. I mean, you don't have to be the most likable is, dude is to get a feel? gig. Do you not feel like he's likable? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, that's not, I'm just saying he continues to get passed over. 
That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I mean, I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor. I'm not going to put it out there because I'm not one of those type of guys. You can put um, it in the text chat though. I, I, I'll, do, I'll do it. Um, maybe maybe during the break. Maybe during the break. No, I'll do it now. Oh, you do it right now? Right He's now. Do it but right y'all now. can't. Don't do you say it though. Don't say it. I'm not gonna say it. Don't say it. Not gonna say it. You guys are so much better at that than me. I can't text while I work, while I'm on the air. I just yeah, can't. I've noticed that. I can't multitask. A lot of times the ball is just completely dropped due, due to that inability. Yeah. Uh, by the way, just a couple stabs. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, that uh, that is very, very well known. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, it's not a secret. Uh, it's oh. very much out there in NFL circles. Oh, so, yeah. well, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. so, um, I'm just not going to put I, that I, out. I ain't going to be the one that does that. I hear you. I hear you. And I can't, you know, yeah. I, I personally can't. So, you know, but uh, so going back to Colorado, because uh, I, I did mention earlier that he that was kind of outside of Kansas City, which. You know, it's tough to kind of differentiate. You have the title, but Andy Reid's calling plays. Patrick Holmes is there, et cetera. So, like, let's pick out another opportunity. The only other time he called plays was 2011-2012 for Colorado, which, you know, unfortunately both years they were absolutely dead last in scoring offense in the, in the Pac-12, uh, averaging under 20 points a game. And then they actually ranked 92nd in 2011 in total yards nationally, and then 119th. So um, they actually got worse uh, mm. during the time that that he was there. So that that's the hard part. Is um, he obviously hasn't called you know football at this level? You know, should that matter if you're a good play caller? No, of course not. You know, you, you can if you can call plays, you can call plays. The the one thing that's going to be different is, and I, I say this to a lot of college coaches, like you have to run the RPO or have RPO, you know, RPO as part of your offense only because in college football and the, and the lower levels, when you have an ineligible, it's allowed to get three yards downfield. It is cheating. I mean, it's, it's literally cheating. I mean, I'm always like, think about, you know, think about nine yards, what that looks like, right? Like it's almost 10 feet. Like you're allowing a dude to get almost 10 feet downfield and you can still either hand off or throw the football. Like, that is so impossible for a defensive player at that level to discern what it is that if you don't have it as part of your repertoire, part of your offense, you are allowing the defense to have an extreme advantage. So, um, you know, you're probably going to be a little more RPO heavy in college than you are in the NFL for that reason, right, just because the rules. And then how you go about building around the talent that you have there and, and developing those guys, et cetera. Like, all those things are going to be, I think, I think, big challenges, you know, for him as I think – Chip Kelly built a foundation, and they have talent there. But it, it'll, it'll be an adjustment for Eric Bieniemy, which is it's tough when you go from KC to Washington, Washington to UCLA, different talent, different abilities, and obviously different environments. They're going into the Big Ten with a new, young, unproven head coach. Um, listen, I, I don't think there's too many people that wouldn't have a fine affinity for Deshaun Foster. I mean, he – Great dude. He, he I, I mean, I've known him as a player and I've known him as a coach. So I've had an opportunity to be around him while he's been on the sideline. And I think he's a bright young star um, in in that in that industry as a, as a coach. I just think this is going to be a tough one for him. I, I, I really do. Coming into the 24 where you got to play. I mean, you're playing LSU. 
You're going to play Oregon, which you're used to Oregon. You're going to play Penn State. You're going to play Minnesota. We are. You're going to play Rutgers. You're going to play Iowa. You're going to have Washington, USC. I, I mean, that is hard. <laughs> that That is a hard – that is a hard schedule to have. And – and you're on the road to, to, to LSU. You're on the road at, in State College. Thank goodness you get a Minnesota um, at home, but that's going to be a hard game to win. Rutgers, that's going to be a hard game to win, and you got to travel there. Iowa is going to be a hard game to win. It, it, regardless of what people think of the vacating, vacating of uh, the head coach from Washington leaving for Alabama – I think I think the new head coach will be just as as successful, and he's shown he can be successful with what he did at Arizona. I just I think it's a tough spot to be in for any coach that would take over at this point in time for UCLA, and let alone a rookie head coach. I just I think it it puts him in a tough spot to have success. No, it's gonna be. I uh... mean. So you think Jed Fish is going to get it going up there in, in Seattle? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I mean, he lost a lot of players, but I mean, I think he can. Yeah. I think he can, and and I, I mean, he's he's the can man. He's yeah. going to have yeah. He can he's going to have he's going to have some difficulties. Yeah. He's going to have the same difficulties yeah. as UCLA, but I think that I think he has more more experience. I think he'll be able to get more out of what's going on at Washington than what's taking place at, at UCLA. Do you think I mean, he, too, has been applauded and lauded, or is it just Eric Bieniemy, according to Eric Bieniemy? You mean Deshaun Foster? No, I'm saying uh, when you're talking about Jed Fish and, and what's going on in Washington, like, do you oh. think he's also been applauded and lauded, or is that just Eric Bieniemy when it comes to coaches? <laughs> I'm not going down that road. I don't know where you're I'm going just, with that. No, I'm just, no I'm just looking I'm at sure his I'm sure there email. are a lot of people that are fans of, of, of Fish, just like there's a lot of fans that are uh, fans of Bieniemy, you know? Yeah. The enemy didn't have to say that about himself. He just chose so, to say it before someone else came out. Sitting. Feels like it could be the last name, you know. What I'll be your enemy. You know, to I'll be friend of me. You know, oh, Maybe great he'd call. Be friend of Lee. Great call. People would give more of the opportunity. Right. People were likable. <laughs> yeah, be friend of me. Yeah, but, you know, what do you think? Maybe. Make that as the title to this segment. Uh, <laughs> That's <could>. the problem. <laughs> it's too divisive. You know, be enemy. It needs to be be friend of me. That's how you stick the landing on a topic right there. I mean, it was dope when he was a running back. I'll tell you. Yeah, that. it was. Man. You don't want to be his enemy out there on the yeah. field, but now he just <laughs> want to be his friend of me. Okay. Well, there you go. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.